Welcome back, people, to the Table Read podcast. Hope you're all good. Hope you're all well. Hope you're all happy and smiling. Um, now, little explanation. It's called the table. If you know what a table read is, all the actors will know what this is. It's basically something actors do before they start a project. They'll, you know, sit around a table and read the script. That's why it's called table read. So you'd think that this podcast is mainly aimed at actors, but it's not. It's aimed at all creatives. Hence why I introduce our next guest for today. One of my guys from long time. We found out this not recently, but when we was in school together, we actually known each other for longer than before. For long. Long. Um, dancer, creator, part-time actor. We're going to get to that. Part-time actor, we're going to get to that. B-tech actor. <laughs> my good friend, Mr. Kyrie's Heron. No, I appreciate you for being on the show. You good? Appreciate it. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. How you been? And well, being the first answer, I like it. I like yeah. it. I appreciate it. You're the first, like, non-actor. You're going to, because I want to expand it, not just actors, but creators in general. So you are the one kick-starting that element. Sick. So congratulations. Yeah, and thank you. Thank you thank for agreeing you. to come on. Let's have a good one. So. Wow. you got us, like, filming these in London. So <laughs> it's calm, whatever. So. Little into our background, we know each other from, we went to a school called the Brit School. That's where we met each other. But our families have known each other for a long time. Long time. We found like our mums know each other from, from day, aunties, yeah. nan, all know each other. Um, and I remember meeting you. I remember like there was only a few people that I knew before Brit. I knew Alfie, who was in Matilda together. And I knew Joe, Joe Jeff, I shout out to um, Like We met each other on like another advert. So already like I was cool with them two because I knew them. But the only person that I met from the jump and was just cool with, without even knowing them. I remember it was you. I didn't mm. know who you were. I didn't know what strand you was in. Oh, he wasn't in the same strand. He wasn't either. in no lessons, no same strand, nothing. I remember meeting you and I was like, this is my guy still. This mm, is my guy. Yeah. And then once I finally got to meet you and see what you can do, I realised this guy is an alien. He's a beast. <laughs> He's a beast. When I said, I'm probably going to insert some clips of you doing some madness <laughs> in the thing. I want to why I call you that. So, into the first question. You're a dancer. You're a... What, bro, you're just a creator in general. You're just a, you're just a creator. It's, it's weird. I don't like to title myself. I, don't, I, I feel bad titling you as well. I, I feel like from the time you met me, I feel like I could call myself just a dancer. Okay. Now, as it's pushed along, I don't know, just maybe just a creative in general. Yeah. Just because I like dabbling in loads of different things and mm. I appreciate everything to do with the arts. Mm-hmm. Then I want to learn it. Then I want to develop that skill. Of course. And that just broadens the skill set as a creative so yeah i would say at that point i would be a dancer mm. now it's just kind of the title's grown slightly okay. yeah. when did it all start like all the school before brit they say like when did you start oh. dancing how did you start dancing that's funny because i had a very different road to a lot of people mm. i started self-taught okay first of all um from your movies your step-ups your you got serves things like that and then from there I didn't really have the confidence to actually start dancing because oh, wow. I didn't like the football. I was not the average boy in okay. this kind of generation. I was, I was good at stuff. I mm. was okay at it and I was passable at PE, but it still wasn't really my thing. Okay. And I was still trying to find what my thing was. And I always liked this dance thing, did a few talent shows. And then mum thought it was a phase actually. Mum thought it was just a phase of what, something that, yeah. Phase? Oh, wow. She thought that it was just a phase that, you know, you like something, then you do it, do it, do it. 
you move on to the next jump. But when I was about, started like 11, that's the age where you start kind of growing a lip now. You're yeah. like, okay, I wanna do this. I don't wanna do this. So it was a thing where I came at dance with a completely different approach. Mm. Cause a lot of people wanna get to a goal. Mm. For me, it was like a game, like Temporon and things that we play. You wanna be, you <laughs> wanna be better. Temp was a you bad boy I mean? game, you know? But you want to be better than your friends. Yeah. You want to be better than yourself. You want to beat your high score. Yeah. So it allowed me to have fun in the growth and actually enjoying the process of getting better as a dancer instead of having all these goals. And then as soon as we're not hitting them, we lose heart, we lose faith, we lose those kind of little things. Mm. And I just looked at dance completely differently and didn't put pressure on myself. I just kind of was like, it's a process. Okay. I'm gonna keep messing up, keep failing, but eventually I'll beat that high score. Eventually I'll get to this level, and it's taken me the far. So it's, it's nice. Do you remember the time you did your first flip? Like Ooh. you landed. What flip was it? Do you remember? I started from the jump. You know, a lot mm. of people start from like back tucks and everything. I started from gymnastic tutorials on YouTube <laughs> and like everything. I think it was like a walkover. Then I learned my first back like handspring, not a back tuck, mm. on my mum's bed. Oh right. On twelve years old. I actually got a clip of that. I'll actually send that. Send that straight but through. It's me like landing on my neck like hundreds of times and just keeping on doing it. And there was one time I land it and then I spring off and from and hitting the floor. <laughs> literally hitting the floor. And my mum did not know that. My mum didn't know that to this day. I literally stole her phone because I didn't have a phone at this time hang it up against the TV and just keep doing it. And look at myself, review it. I was like my own coach, it was mad. Mm. And then over time, just went to parks, went to Beckton, East London gym, and it just grew from there. And I don't know, something about flipping that's just, it's just nice. Mm. It just feels so good. Like, yeah, it just feels brilliant. And now I do other madnesses. <laughs> Bro, I know. I, <laughs> you can't go and tell me, bro, about the madness you've been doing. I've seen. There's one. I remember the first, the first time I saw. Remember the time we used to go into like dance studios and like, just well, not me, cause like, man can't dance in it. But you lot would dance and like you'd do yeah. battles and that, and everyone else would be behind shouting, screaming yeah. that. I remember. Um, I forgot who was battling. I don't think it was even a battle. I think we were just, we were just dancing. Just, yeah. Everyone, everyone's in a circle, and then you come in. Everyone's like dancing. And you come in and do something where you, you did like a, you can probably tell me what the name of it is, but you did like a front flip of one leg. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you s jump and span and went into the splits. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Reverse you know what I'm talking gainer, about? yeah. See, he knows. So, <laughs> did a reverse gainer, then span and went into the splits. That's funny because I actually just learned it at that phrase. Is it? Yeah, I think I learned it two days before that I kind of joined Brit. That's mad. And actually I didn't go Brit as a dancer. That's actually the number one thing I didn't go brain. You wasn't even in dance, all right? No, I wasn't. Oh my god! So I like, you people it. knew me because I was in the crew I and D. Shout out to R and D. Mm -hmm. um, but you people actually, you thought I was dance. a dancer. But actually, it's because of that whole self-taught journey of things. Mm. I actually didn't have the confidence to apply. Wow. And by the time my mum was like, "Do it," applications went and. I tried to see what strands were best, and the only ones that was left was FMP, FMP. Um, another one, an IDD, and I thought, well, I like computer editing, I like video games, I so why not try it? 
that you wasn't even in dance. Yeah, and you I never thought, think you never know. I thought, oh, if I do that, I'll get into the dancers that way, <laughs> and I'll kind of like interweb myself somewhere and mm. still like be around them. And it's funny because like I was never in the studio. I was always in the studio when I'm not meant to be. Wow. We were always just hanging about, just training, getting in that training somewhere. Mm. And I kind of, it was kind of weird because I kind of would always feel disappointed though. That mm. I never went for dance, mm. but now I just don't regret anything. Of course. Now I just don't regret it. Talk me through, I want to talk about, because um, everything you're saying, I'm trying to compare it to myself as an actor. Mm. So like when you say, you know, you was an IMD, to me, I, to your IMD, to me, that's identity. That's why I trained mm. um, acting basically. So I know training as an actor, um, it's very repetitive. Like you do things over and over and over again and it can become tiring like mm. mentally tiring because you're saying the words over and over and over again but as a dancer you're doing things over and over and over again and i've watched imd sets your sets are ridiculous mm. so talk me through like a day training at imd a like how, what time do you start what would you do what what state would you leave in <laughs> you know what it's funny because with states you get used to it Fair you enough. literally do get used to it. It's like film days. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You just kind of get used to it. Interviews, you get used to it. And the skill picks up and that kind of perseverance and resilience factor just builds. Mm -hmm. But normally on Saturdays, it's like 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. With like <laughs> one hour half break, literally. Like there, there's some tough ones and I was doing them since 13. Ooh. So... Since I kind of left primary school to now at uni, mm. in my last year of uni, that's how long I've been just doing this style of training. And it's been nice because I don't really get tired when other people do. Because it's, you're conditioned. It's its, You've been conditioned. It's had its, it's had its benefits. Mm. I can't lie to you. And um, probably because Omar shouted um, you, um, he didn't really see us as kids. He just said, yo, you're a dancer, you're an athlete. And because he was very big on his football, he always trained us like athletes. He always yeah. had the first team and the subs and mm -hmm. he always wanted to get to the first team. He wanted to be on stage. And it's funny because you never felt like you were at IMD until you got the shirt. The, the like, IMD t-shirt. Yeah, like an IMD t-shirt. So it's like a football club. Fair, like you, I like you, that. you need to put on the shirt like and then you that. really like feel like a part of it. And I remember I had to work for mine. I actually, I didn't get my shirt till five months. Oh, bro. I didn't get my shirt till five months. Why'd you be on a football team when you say you can't put on the kit until nah, you, you prove you're a baller? I did, I did. That's mad. I didn't, like, I didn't do a show in five months. Really? I didn't do but a show or training, Yeah, still nine. training, just mad. on the sidelines. I'd even turn up to the shows to watch them or turn up to the comps uh, to watch and just study. That's study mean. and understand. And then I knew, okay, it will be my time. And then work your way upwards. You know, and then like minutes on a football pitch, I was at the back most of the time for my first few sets, play like five minutes, you say. Mm. And then I started being at the front and starting and all this kind yeah, of 90 stuff. Minutes in. So it's kind of like a constant progression mm. where I was training. Some people in their dance schools, they get comfortable, they understand the person's choreography and that's, there's nowhere else left. Yeah. When me, it was kind of a constant progression. So I'm the, unfortunately, I'm not around as much, but it's always a part of me and I never feel like I've left. So of course. it's one of those. So man, your, your, your journey as a dancer has been mad, but mm. 
I feel like there's one pivotal moment that took it like to the next level where you like like you said you don't know where to categorize yourself you was a dancer but then I feel like once, once this thing happened it was what does he do now because he can do anything is when you were on taking the next step mm. taking the next how did, how did that happen like because it's a TV show but was it like obviously like, as an actor you, you know you get the call from an agent audition where to tete was it just like that <laughs> the biggest thing is that I don't have an agent <laughs> I don't even have an agent like, I don't have an agency yet mm. I'm thinking about it but I haven't got an agent. Mm. I literally, this was, I think, 2015. So I was about to join like Britain this time, yeah. around that time. And that was at a point where IMD was doing Brit's Got Talent. I wasn't involved um, because I was doing other things. But I took that journey to really find myself as a dancer mm. or as a person because I didn't know what was Kyrie's. I didn't know how I could stand out from all the amazing people that was in IMD and all the other people that I see on YouTube, mm. I was like, what's my thing? Like, what am I known for? Actors, they have those signature scenes, yeah. those types of movies where you're like, oh, he's in that? She's in that? Yeah, he's gonna kill that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what mine was. Mm. And I just saw an ad on TV. Grandma said, yo, sign up for this. <laughs> 90 odd year old Jamaican grandma <laughs> remembered an advert on TV told me to go on the website and apply. And yeah, I I went to apply for it. Didn't have any real expectation. Mm. Just went for fun. I was a fan of The Next Step anyway at this time. And from there, I just went for it. Shot the like pre-audition before Mm. you see the judges in a car park. Like just (laughs) in a car park, just raw. Get her like... (laughs) It was jokes. It was so bad. And my mom was filming me on that little camera and that. It was crazy. I didn't even have a computer at this time. It was it was rough. Like, it was rough. Mad. Didn't have a MacBook. It was a Samsung. Oh, my days. Like, Samsung's bad. No iPhones. I was like, student doing the Samsung Galaxy thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, did that. Went to the judges. I had a tough audition, if you remember. Mm. Um... Originally, I did that audition twice. Actually, some, I haven't actually talked about this. I did my audition twice. They originally said no. What? They originally said no. I and they were kind of like... Right here on the they table. They were kind of like, oh, we're not sure. And then the producers came in and said, yo, can you do it again? Um, this time, just do it, same song, just freestyle. I thought, okay, cool. Um, freestyle this time they made me just dance for 30 seconds and then they still kind of was iffy about it and that's when that kind of moment that all of us creased that when I kind of that moment. respectfully just declined it because mm. at that point I was still at that journey of finding myself mm. I wasn't taking no for an answer I just remember just next step fan knowledge just took it to a I started dancing like the characters. It was hilarious. But that was just that passion there. Mm. That was that passion there. Went onwards and I experienced a lot of tough stuff, I can't lie. Mm, Through that show, I realised, I think that was the first time I realised skin colour. Oh, there you go. That was the first time I realised skin colour because one of the judges that's also um, coming from our background Mm. told me, listen, Next round, I'm telling you now, smile. <laughs> Don't, your focus face, 
looks like an angry face. Aggressive. Your determination could look like anger. Smile. Anytime you see a camera, smile. Anytime you talk to a person with a smile on your face, heighten up your voice. Mad. Don't talk slang. Talk like how they would talk so they understand you. That's nuts. And I had to play the game. I felt like I was playing a so game. It's just a game. Yeah, it was. It's got a game. So got, those last final rounds, I had to just play a game with it and go. be some sort of other version of myself. I just remember in my final, there's probably going to be a clip somewhere. I just cry. Mm. After I just cried because I was 14 at age. I didn't understand it. I didn't know it. I didn't know what I was getting into. And this was still all because I wanted to find myself as a person. Cried. Cried on camera. Tears were everywhere. I remember we were watching that in Britain as well. Like, yeah. you think that school, if you know London schools, like, London schools are brutal. Like, anything <laughs> anything you do, people make fun of it. But I remember that. You'd expect, like, oh, he's crying on TV. Everyone's like, ah, the man, then you're crying mm. on TV. I remember no one was like that. Everyone was, like, genuinely proud. That was that was the one I was embarrassed of. But, that was the episode I was you like, You know what oh. I mean? Because you think everyone's going to be taking a piss out. You're like, oh, look, Carrie, yeah, well done, bro, but like, you're crying oh. on TV, my guy, you're a waste man. No one was, I remember <laughs> no one was like that. Everyone was like, oh, bro, like, congratulations. I was so proud of you, like. Cause there was just no need for it. Cause we generally mm. were like really proud of you. There was no need to take the piss. It was scary though. Mm. It was scary. It was scary being vulnerable on TV. Mm. Cause that's what I was always worried about was, what if I look dead on TV? What if people don't like me? What if this, this, this? What if I come across weird? I was scared of all that stuff. And I feel like that is a lot of it. Friends, yeah, people online, all that it's stuff. Important. Yeah, especially that you're in Brit school full of talented people and you're not known as the dancer. Yeah. I was like, how are people going to accept this? And now, like, it was funny because I, I got that. Mm. But I was full of a nice small circle of people that I knew I could kind of talk to and I could ask questions about. And it was nice that you guys come from all different areas because... Yeah. Instantly, you guys all have different feedback from your experiences, mm. you know? So there was a lot behind that scenes on that show, but it made, it made, it made me what I was today. Of and I know eventually I will be that person for someone else. Shout out Simeon, Sae, shout out him. Actually, you teach at Brit now, actually, funny thing. What was it? Yeah, he's, he's the dance teacher at Brit now, oh, So, yeah, but that was the first time and it opened my eyes to everything, like, and then all these little TV shows and things like that and series and whatever, who gets casted or what, everything just started clicking mm. as soon as that. I don't know if that was late or early to mm. realise that, but it was it was something. So you go through the show, mm. you go through all the rounds, and spoiler alert, if you somehow haven't watched this or known, like what, four or five years later, he won. Yeah. If you somehow don't know this after, I don't know, like what, five years now? Yeah, no, we apologies. should like 2015. You know what I mean? Apologies, spoiler alert, uh, he wins the show. Rightfully so. I don't know who else was going to win. He won the show. Um, and the uh, the prize, essentially, for winning the show was you become a character on the next step. Yeah. So now you're not only dancing, you have to act, my friend. That's, that's funny because they were calling and casting for dancers only. Is it? They were calling for dancers only. That wasn't a part of the gig Oh, at so all. you didn't know you would have to... No. I wow. just thought, oh, okay, well, 
I'll probably be one of the extras that are like, you know, in dance just movies in where they cut away and they have like little clips of that person dancing. So and they didn't say, like they didn't mention Cooper. They never yeah, mentioned anything. By the way, I do remember anything. the name of your character. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably remember that. The most un-British name of all time, <laughs> Cooper. The most un-British name of all time. That does not sound like. But they didn't that mention any any like you, like you're going to be a character. No. You're going to have lines. You're going to have scenes. No. And what? then when I got through my first audition, and there's like this boot camp X Factor phase in Manchester, mm. um, that was kind of where they dwindled. Like fourteen thousand people applied for this, and then they oh, dimmed right. it down to a hundred for the live televised um, kind of things. Then they went to 50, then they knocked it all the way to six, I went to Canada. And mm. I I think they told me in boot camp there's gonna be acting challenges. And I was like, what? <laughs> and, and we have to improv scenarios and oh. Uh, improv. It even, was long, I was like, acting, excuse even me? Even don't like improv. So to, so to one that doesn't act to do improvisation, that's not fair. It was, it was long. Even actors stupid. don't like improv. It was so bad. And the funniest thing was, in the acting challenges, we had to make the scenarios. That's not, you can't do we that. Had to be, do we that. had to make our own characters. Listen, message to the people that doesn't make sense. <laughs> you can't just do that. Even to an actor, even to me, I've been doing this since I was seven years old. If you tell me, oh yeah, um, come up with a scenario, make it good. Even I'm going to be like... Uh, and, uh, and the worst thing is, we had legit 10 minutes. You can't, that's not we, fair. We, you can't we had, it, Once again, it was the ghetto. We had no <laughs> rehearsal room. It was literally, so you know, like um, Sadler's Wells? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the big courtyard. Yeah. Literally, everyone grab a space in that courtyard and make. And just start doing stuff. Yeah. That was, hey, listen. and the funniest thing is I was like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a villain, innit? I'm going to be a bad guy. And what we did was we centered it around like some dance competition and like intentionally injure one of the girls. And we didn't know how we were going to do it. What, and on the what show, kind of I, did you come on the show, I end up crunch tackling this girl, yeah, on the floor by accident because we never did it. So I ended up just oh slide tackling God. this girl. It's why we rehearsed. And Kelly. then she said, It's why we rehearsed, okay? And, and then Kimberly White's going, That was authentic. That was real. I thought, yeah. That was real. I literally took out this girl's ankle. And the worst thing is, she didn't get through that round. Oh, <laughs> so I felt like an absolute <laughs> pagan. It was bad. And I just remember um, when, when I actually got to the show, Starstruck mode. Really? Starstruck mode. Because of all the of characters yeah. in the actor, yeah. Because uh, my kind of storyline through the show was getting toured around and meeting and interacting with all the characters. And I was with all the OGs and mm. all the new ones. The new ones and everyone actually on the show was lovely. Mm. I'm still friends with now, still in contact with now. Okay. When they come over to London, when I go to Canada, we're always linking up and everything, making content, everything like that. They're the most genuine people of all time. But I was in Starshot mode. I didn't know how to do anything. And the worst thing was, they gave us scripts. So everything was improv through the competition, but on the actual show, they give us scripts. And I was like, yep, sounds, the game's sounds, changed. Sounds about right. The game has so changed. Sounds like being an actor. You practice one thing when you get to a set, it and changes. We won't get into that though. That's, I'm that's, in the hotel. That's life. That's life. In the hotel, the day before. Oh yeah, Karish, you got your scripts now. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. What, what scripts? Mate, well, welcome. What welcome. Scripts? Welcome to the life. Welcome to the life as an actor, mate. Scripts? This is what it's like. Oh, uh, it was long. It was it was a very daunting thing to do. I was just constantly 
shaking. Oh, you killed it constantly. You killed it. I still feel like I could have done. You know what? I still look at it and think I could have done way better. Of course. If I just was a little bit more comfortable, or I was just a little bit more confident in myself. Mm. If it was funny because all the newer characters, I was doing a lot better. Mm. All the OGs that I looked at from season one, watched on TV. They told me like to hug Riley and she was one of the main characters mm. and one of like the main love storylines that's always gone through. And one of the more popular ones. Yeah. Told me to hug her. I went, I couldn't hug her. I couldn't touch With her. With your thumb. Yeah, I went like, <laughs> well, I, I, just, I couldn't, I couldn't. They said run up at her, charge her and just like literally grab her. And I thought, I can't do that. Okay. It, it, I literally looked at these people's role models. I was like, I can't do that. I, I don't know what to do. It was terrible. Oh, and so then mad. she was like, no, just, just, just do it. And the one they actually shot still looked awkward as hell. It still looked awkward as hell. But it was, it was a challenging one. I, I'm still, sorry, I'm still not over the fact you said you heard that. I'll do like this. I'll do like this. I'll do like this. Imagine hugging your girl like this. Who in their right mind goes to hug someone and does this with their fingers? Um, <laughs> Imagine hugging your girl like that. It was, it was different. What kind of food is It was different. Yeah, no. Oh, man. My but first acting gig being that show. It's a lot. I was like, okay, you know what? I've done it at, I guess, one of the higher levels to do it on. If I ever get another acting opportunity, I'm going to do way better than I did on that show. That's what it's about, man. Improving. I, Always. I look at that all the time. But when it got to the dance scene... Hey, then it was like, yes, yeah, time. That's but you, innit? That's all the, like, all the piece, acting stuff. Hey, it was, it was bad. I was getting them done on takes. I was getting good, like, five takes at most. But mm -hmm. still, it just... Mm. I've definitely had more than five takes to the very, <laughs> to the very simple... Billy, Billy will know. <laughs> I've definitely had more than five takes to do something simple like Taj, right there on the boards. Six takes later, I can't spell for, no. some, for some reason. You know, it's funny because now we text so much. I feel like anytime I write anything, my handwriting just goes terrible. It's, like, it's just that thing where like when like, you're told to do something you're not expecting, all of a sudden you just crumble. You go, oh. you're like, how do I write all of a Like you just forget how to write. Oh, it's mad. Bro. But yeah, it's a sticky one. That, that opened up doors. Like it doors opened up so doors. Just tell the, like, I was trying, yesterday I was trying to like, Go through your Instagram and like, oh, cool, let me write and everything's done. I can't keep track. I cannot keep track. Just tell the people what you've been up to, bro. Since There's then. a lot that I happened, know. Though. I know, like the countries um, you've been to, travel to, all that. Like, oh, so I from there I still got to work with like Black, Black Eyed Peas, Justin Bieber, Champions League final. Yeah, Champions League final. I remember that. I remember that. I uh, got to meet Ronaldo. That was cool. Oh, that was, that was, that was a little one. That, that was a little one. Don't do that to me. Don't do that. Don't and do that like, I remember we were in the um, rampway and he shook everyone's hand. It was, it was super cool. And he was just getting kind of some extra little bits in before any of the crowd came, which was cool. It was cool to see his process, actually. And just see him kind of get into his own mode, not talking to anyone, no cameras, headphones in and just locked in. And from he's there... The he, I'm just saying. He, no, he is the goat. I can't lie to you. Thank you very much. Like, people much. say people say Messi and it's jarring. Nah, 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 nah. But continue, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Been to um, Australia, New Zealand, worked in China, um, Ukraine, Germany, Netherlands, um, the US, LA. It's been I, I see LA as literally its own country to be honest. <laughs> um, but 
yeah, just loads of different places. And it's all because of this TV show. And it's just boosted me to the opportunities that I've been able to get. But my mentality going from that show was literally what was next. But also mm. I was kind of like, I see these Britain's Got Talent X Factor winners. And the next year, you don't remember them. It's facts. You do not remember yeah. who they were. And they vote, people voted for them, definitely. And they were talented, respectfully, but... Once the show finishes, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm, I refuse to be that person. I'm <laughs> going to keep moving. And started kind of getting these abroad bookings and things like that. And a lot of my things were from Instagram. And that's when I start, started to really take care of my Instagram, mm. post more. Did like a 365-day thing on my Insta. Yeah, I really just started to really take charge of how I present myself because... I wasn't ready for an agent yet. Mm. It's a bit different when you're a dancer, I feel like, because they've got to really kind of find your skill set. But only I really know what I want to do, what my fields of expertise is and mm. what I could go into, except for an agent right now. Okay. But as I've learned more about myself, I've kind of realized, okay, you know what? Now I feel like I'm ready for an agent. Now I know what I tap into. Now I know what I respond best with. Mm. And how I can get the best out of myself as well. Of course. So, man, I think I we're going to leave it there. Yeah. I think that was... Come on, bro. It's always Let a one. pleasure. Let the yeah, people know where they can find you, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Yes, mainly on Instagram, you can find me at Kyrie's, K-H-Y-R-E-S-E underscore official. That is where all my latest stuff is on there, all my new projects, and behind the scenes of anything that I do. Follow me on that. And I'm actually hoping to start a Twitch soon or something like that. Twitch? Just open up. Yeah. Say less. I want to stream. I kind of want to stream. I've always been a gamer. That's always been my thing. That's of games, anime, all that stuff. That's always inspired me as a dancer as well. Look out for that. Look out for that as well. That's coming out soon. And yeah, thank you for having me as well. Bro, thank you for coming, man. It's always a pleasure. Uh, Thank you for watching and tuning in. Um, Obviously, the full audio will be on Spotify. Thank you to Billy once again. Thank you to Kyrie's. Yeah. See you next time.